What's up, y'all? It's Books the Bills podcast, a podcast for young professionals. It's your girl, Erica Helling, all the way from the Peach State. And it's everybody's favorite staff member, Shaq, coming to you from the sunny state of Florida. And this is Perfect Patty coming to you from uh, the great state of Texas. <laughs> but I really want to be in Oregon today. Oregon? Yes. So I have been... You know, job searching and putting my resume on website. So a company from Oregon and reach out and they sent me like their little package of their salary and benefits and all that. Baby, when I saw that uh, salary figure, I said, oh, we must go. Ah, I'm with you. But, you know, I'm just a little stick of shot because I'm not used to, you know, big girl money. But we're going to get we're going to get to that later on. We're going to get to that later on. I'm with you. Okay, big girl money. How y'all feeling? I got, I'm feeling good, but I got a question. So, Jasmine, that mean when you, if you go to Oregon, does that mean you got some money to share? Because you already didn't told us if you go to Oregon, you're going to be making big girl money. And big girls like to share. That's a whole nother subject. We're going to get to that later. We're going to get to that I later. I thought you really was interrupting um, me for real. Okay. But, Erica, you know, our uh, staff member had a birthday. Oh, me, me. Birthday. I had a birthday. I had a birthday. Oh my god! I thought she was oh, just wow. calling my name to tell me something. I'm like, oh, what's she finna say? And then I thought about it. I was like, no, Jasmine's birthday is not this month. Shaquille's isn't either. Your birthday. My birthday. My 28th birthday. Happy birthday! Happy birthday to ya! Happy birthday to ya! Happy birthday! Then the song say happy. Birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. That's my favorite part of the song. Happy birthday, friend. Thank y'all, thank y'all. And to everybody who celebrated me from afar or near via Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, email, coupon, (laughs) you know, thank you all for telling me happy birthday. I am blessed to have seen another year my housewarming and birthday party went very well it was so fun tell us more you were a square if you weren't there um not really we'll let all the squares Ooh. be quiet then. <laughs> no it was just really great i had some i'm just really grateful just not have some beautiful people surrounding me and you know beautiful family and friends it was just a gracious time it looked like y'all had a good time. I be, you know, looking on yo IG KD. I was like, my friend, she got other friends and she having fun. Oh my gosh. Thank you. It was a surreal experience. I ain't gonna lie. I was a little jealous. Please. I was. Okay. I'm sorry. Friend, I've celebrated all these momentous occasions with you. I really would have liked to share the housewarming also. Oh, that's I guess sweet. I'm just a friend who has to contribute to the manual labor of moving in but i don't get to do the celebration says the person Mm, who mm, was on mm. a work conference okay amen anyhow amen anyhow anyhow what are you gonna say amen yes well jasmine do you have a petty question you know what i don't have a petty question um it's just been a very stressful at work, and and I was gonna say something petty, but I'm like, I'm, it's not even the mood in the office like that no more right now. So we just go ahead and go ahead and move on to the to the rest. P Y P. 
Ask me what that means. What that mean, girl? Protect your peace. Oh, that's deep, though. Protect your peace. Every time. Sometimes I feel like it's hard to protect your peace. Like You feel like it's not hard or it is hard? No, that is hard. Like, sometimes I think that that's really difficult. Yes. Like, you end up, yeah. You have to make so many sacrifices sometimes to protect your peace, especially when you know, like, if you known as a person who's always outgoing or always engaged with others, and then, like, your peace in that moment is meaning, okay, I just need to step back from some things, kind of be, you know, introspective in this time. When you start doing that, it's, like, very difficult because people start looking at you crazy. And honestly, I think I've been that way the last few weeks. Like, I'd say the last two weeks heavily, I've been, like, really wanting to just be to myself at work and, and you know, really spending some time worrying about me. And that hasn't come off so well because it's like, oh, what the hell wrong with Shaq? But no, I'm just, I need that peace. Mm-hmm. It's important. You know what's funny, though? We was talking about this in the office, and I have a friend who she reached out to me today um, to say, you know, she was like, I'm so sorry. I feel like I've been a bitch. And I was like, girl, I ain't thought nothing about it. Like, I, And I honestly hadn't. Like, I knew that she was going through some things. And so I was like, you know, let me, I'm holding, I'm holding my sister with me. We'll see what happens. You know, she had done nothing to me, but she sensed that like, she wasn't treating me the best. And I was just like, I know she's going through some shit right now. So I'm not even holding nothing against you. Protect your peace. And so today she reached out to me and she was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, don't apologize to me. And I tell this story because like, it really pays to have people around you who understand that you're going through some shit and it ain't nothing personal. Like, it's just, it's not, it's not nothing personal. I recognize that you got to deal with your own stuff by yourself, with yourself. It's an internal battle that has nothing to do with me. And even though I was being there for somebody else this week, it just remind me, like, when you want to get mad or you, you know, want to feel some type of way because a friend didn't say anything to you. It's like, people got their own shit going on. And the older I get, the more I realize that, like, child, if I don't answer that phone to text you back, it, look, it, it ain't you. It's me. So you right. got to protect your peace. And sometimes that means, like, you come off as the bitch. Even though, like, your real people, your rider dies know. It ain't nothing personal. I know. I know you got something going on. Do you? Take care of you. Well, I like how we, you know, I just want to say that we strayed away from the petty on today and we went towards the peace. Okay. And I think it, there's a time okay. and a place. I'm preaching on today. Somebody say amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. And so on today, we're going to move on because since we're choosing peace, we're going to choose these reflections. Y'all got some? I just like to ask on air, even though we said we wouldn't. I just like to ask. So that means, okay, so I guess the silence, I guess in today's <laughs> meeting, we don't have any reflections from last uh, staff oh. meeting. And so I'm going to move on to the next agenda item for today. What the hell we talk about last staff meeting, y'all? Jesus paid it all. Shonda! Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. Way back on Calvary. You done, Deacon? Maybe I am. Maybe, but you know, sometimes when I feel the spirit, oh, bless the Lord. I just have to let the spirit do what it wants to do. You know, sometimes you have to move with the spirit or move when the spirit says. This is how you be in church all day and all right, night. Right, peace be still. Okay? <laughs> sometimes we need peace to go on our bodies. And do <laughs> right. <laughs> but today's topic, I'm going to kick it on over to Jasmine. Okay, so... You know, run me my money. That's all I'm trying to say is <laughs> run, run me my me. money. Okay. My money. 
Well, even even though you might think it's like, okay, you know, we talked today, we're talking about negotiating contracts when you accept a position. Um, and I guess when to bring up salary, how do, do can you negotiate? What are terms that you negotiate? Things like that. But I wanted to give a little background story about me. I am, or I have been job searching for my big girl job as a nurse practitioner and recently accepted a position and they gave me an offer. Yay. Amen. So, amen. And the offer um, in the interview, they told me what the salary was going to be. But when I got the offer, it was a little bit different. Ah. Not much, just a little bit. And I had an offer from somebody else. So I was like, wait, I really want to work at place A, but the money is less than at place B. But I don't really want to be in B. Okay, I would rather be over here in A. So when she sent me the contract, I looked at it and I was like, oh, can you do this amount? A year and when I did it I'm like we talking about pennies right now I don't know why I'm doing this I ain't never had this amount of money before in the salary so I guess I just don't know how to act I'm like we arguing over pennies if I want to be if I need to go where the piece is that's in place A <laughs> and so that's where I need to be so that's where a situation that I came across that I wanted to negotiate because I finally had the opportunity but it wasn't worth it wasn't worth it at all so um, some of the questions that I had were for you guys were, have you ever negotiated a contract when you accepted a job offer? I have, um, in my first role, I, like when I was leaving out of grad school, I had a few offers and the one that I, so there was a position in a school that I, I didn't really, really like the school, but the benefits were really good, if that makes sense. But the salary was not that good. And I could just, I ain't going to say the school name, but I'll tell you that it was, it was a school I was going to be working, doing something very similar to what I was doing in grad school. And like all of your health insurance, all that was paid for, they contributed 10% of your salary to retirement. And it was like a really good thing there. Um, but the salary was $33,000. And when I, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what they offered me. They, yeah. And so when they told me this, I'm like, um, I kind of feel like I'm being pumped a little bit. And so I, you know, I countered and I was like, well, in my mind, I was like, I'm not going below $36,000, which wasn't much money. Right. But I was like, I can't ever see myself with a master's degree making less than $36,000. And so I said, I'm not going to do that. So I countered with 40 because I'm like, that's a whole lot of money. But it was within the range because I had, I had reached, I looked on there, it was a public school. And so you can look on their, um, their websites to see all the people with that job in their range. So it was well within the range, but they were like, uh, no, the only thing that we can offer is blank. And at this time, our salary, blah, 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 we don't have. And I was like, okay, Thank you so much. And I'm going to go to a different school. <laughs> I wish you the best in your search. Right. And okay. so that's what I did. And this was like a day. This was like a day and a half of negotiation. This wasn't even no, you know, like you get no two or three days and come back type of thing. So, yes, I have my second job. Well, my second uh, the second job that I was offered, I ended up accepting that when that was Augusta University. And it was just a little bit more money. It wasn't much more. Um, but. It was also doing something that I really, really like. So even then I accepted less money than I would. Have. Now I didn't, I didn't accept less than 36, but I accepted less than I would have liked because I knew that I would enjoy that role. Um, That's a good point. Um, 
Yeah, similar for me. I really do not remember if I negotiated an LSU. I just really do not remember. I just don't. But at my current job, I did uh, a tip to negotiate. Um, I didn't get anything else from it. Um, but it was still a valuable experience because I really want to say that I didn't negotiate at LSU. And I just remember just some mentors telling me, like, you know, take the opportunity. Like, they may say no, but it's definitely a no if you don't ask, you know. Um, but, yeah, I did ask for a higher salary at this job. And I was told no but I still accept it um and went on from there so yeah I feel like this probably uh this probably may be one of your questions and I hope not but I think it's easier to negotiate a salary when you're working full time in a position not when you're coming out of grad school and they know that you're about to be done like because I think people are they don't want to give you any work, especially like the field that Erica and I are in. They know they're right around May. Everybody's graduating and people need a job. So at some point in that summer, they're going to start doing anything that they can to get a job. And so they like, OK, we ain't going. And I say they like a meaning like employers, people in the position, supervisors mm. and things. I feel like they're not as lenient as they are for people who are in an industry or like in working full time and then going somewhere else. I think it also speaks to like presumed experience too because it's like at this point we're going to be applying to jobs where people have similar experiences or we've we've been in the game so long it's like okay I'm paying this person because I heard about the great work that they did at such and such school or such and such organization like I know I'm gonna have to come off some coins because this person is highly wanted not to say that grass aren't but like like you said it's obvious that we just graduated so what you negotiating boo I'm gonna give you your first job hush you know kind of thing <laughs> yeah i think it's interesting just be and definitely because of nursing like there's so many variables in it that you can go into like if you're in the hospital if you're outside the hospital if you do home health or community like there's so many different aspects that it's hard to kind of put them on one playing field to negotiate your salary um just just because there's so many different areas same with this position here and which brings me to my another point like okay so have you ever negotiated or thought about negotiating things that are outside of salary? So Shaq talked about how one school's benefits package was really nice. Like, have you tried to um, to argue that or days off or schedule? What have you done, Erica? Yeah, this is what we were talking about in the office today. Um, so it is no secret. I get to work from home one day a week with my job. And it has been the absolute most glorious benefit of working especially the nature of my work and the fact that I don't honestly need an office to work and so it's nice to be at home and like not even be limited you know with the work and the efficiency that I can work um and so we were talking about that today like just even asking because now that I have worked with this kind of flexibility in my job if I find myself in a situation it's probably gonna be one of the first things I ask for like can I work from home two days a week Two, no, okay, one. Like, can I get one? Can I get a half day on Friday? Like, it's anything because I really have learned in this season of my life that time is so precious. Um, and that just like having the flexibility to move around like you want to just really helps. And so that's one big thing. And then I had a friend 
um, in grad school that negotiated. He wanted more money, but they didn't have money to give him towards his salary. So he got it through professional development funds to go to conferences and things like that. And so that's definitely something in my back pocket. Um, yeah, money, time from home, work from home, and professional development probably my top three things that I would be asking for. Unless my life circumstances change and I need other things. What about you, Shaq? Uh, my most recent stop. No, I did. Well, neither neither time did I actually have to because what the benefit, what they were providing was consistent with what I felt like I wanted at the time. So, but I did ask about it. So before I accepted the job that I'm in now, before I accepted it, I needed a whole list of benefits and I needed to see where I can read it. I need to see how it affected me. And yes, I would like to work from home once a week, maybe twice, maybe three times a week, but I know I don't get the luxury of doing that because, you know, like I'm working with students at the institution. So that's a little bit different, but actually, I don't know. I probably could work from home, but anyway, I didn't have to, but I felt like if they didn't provide me with what I need, like what I was wanting, I was going to ask for it. So we're very blessed at the place I work at now. We get, uh, I'd say we get a pretty good amount of days off, sick time and personal time. And so that was the biggest thing though, because my last job, I was uh, non-exempt. So we got like every hour that I worked over 40 hours a week, we got it in comp time. So I didn't even like, I didn't realize how much time I had off to just be taking, you know, doing all these types of things, but I established a lifestyle and it was very important that I keep that. And so that was the one thing I did ask about. And then I needed to look at health benefits because I knew that I was about to have some stuff coming up meaning I was uncertain about my back and where all that pain was coming from. And I thought I was going to really be about to find out something like detrimental. And I'm like, okay, I need to hear this about their packages because, you know, I don't want to hear that. I'm going to have to, they got the worst health insurance plans in the whole region and I'm going to go there and then I'm going to be paying a lot of money out of pocket. So while it was important to me, I was okay with what I saw. And so I didn't negotiate it. Jasmine knows she up in that old crazy business that ain't doing nothing but ripping folks off. Mm hmm. Yep. Mm hmm. <laughs> no, Jasmine on a good side. She is, she is, you know, she's what? Delivering the, the, the future. I'm bringing life. Okay. Oh, yes. 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 Speaking life. Amen. Amen. But anyway, um, I have now, ironically enough, I was telling my friend, I was like, Girl, I cannot get another bill in the mail. And I got the biggest bill I have ever gotten from a medical facility today. It was over $1,000. And I was like, what the bleep did I bleeping pay for in my premium? Like, you got to meet that deductible, girl. And they going to make me meet it. However, I'm like, what the hell am I going to meet the deductible for on December 31st? It's all going to be That's over exactly December 1st. What you want me to just go to the doctor? I'm so devastated. The amount of bills I have gotten from going to this specialist, my foot been hurting. <laughs> it's going to keep on hurting. It's just going to have to hurt. 
<laughs> she, I was like, it's healed I, in the name of Jesus. Look, I'm have, I got to really get the oil on this because let me thank thank you, Mama. Thank you, Daddy, for every bill y'all paid for from LabCorp, amen. Blue Cross Blue Shield, amen. Every bill, thank you, parents. Because every bill, hallelujah. These bills got my name and my home address on it. It ain't no getting around it. Ain't no getting around it. I'm sorry. That was the commercial. Um, let me draw the boat. So. <laughs> Wait, draw the boat. Hey, college girl. You know, that's, that's what the young. Hey, okay. Hey. That's what the young folks call when you drink the liquor out, out the, the bottle. bottle. Like Maggie. You didn't know Teach that? Teach me something. No, that's what that means. Yes, the that's boat. what they call driving the boat now. It has been using. I'm the one that's a little oh, behind. Tell, tell Auntie Pat, Patty something, okay? okay? Because I didn't know. What did we used to call it? Ooh. Just drinking out the bottle. Didn't we have a nickname for it too? Figure it out after Jasmine finishes talking. Okay. <clears throat> Get it together. Okay, so list of people she I checked. I wanted to me. negotiate. <laughs> I wanted to negotiate, negotiate administrative time. So if you think about when you go to the doctor, you see patients like you got 15 minutes with each patient. You might have 30 patients in a day. When do you get to update their medical records? Most providers do it from home on their off time. I'm trying to create a nice work-life balance. And so I negotiated for like, hey, you know, I'm in the clinic from these hours and then from this time to this time, I'm working on charts and calling my patients about their information or labs, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that when I'm home, I'm home. That's smart. And to me, that was, you know, that was really important. Does like, do people in your field take heed to that? Sometimes. Sometimes I do. Um, you talking about the job that I got? Just in general, like, have you tried to negotiate that before? Has it worked? Like, is that common with, you know, medical people, nurses and doctors? It is It is common with, like, nurse practitioners for you to get a certain type of office time. Because if you think about it, you're doing charts. You're doing those little funky modules to be in compliance. You know, you, you're trying to update yourself on new things that's coming out. That's a lot of time spent working that needs to be accounted for. Jasmine, are nurse practitioners automatically like supervisors of other nurses? Or that's a whole different way to move up? Yeah, that's a whole... Nurse manager is like a whole different thing. Okay. Oh, okay. Was that your ass, Nurse Jay, from last week? Because your show didn't ask me. I could never remember it. I guess it wasn't right to ask. <laughs> I guess not. Oh, yeah. Um, I want everybody to feel empowered to negotiate what they need. Um, You know, whether it be the, the number of vacation days... Your hours of work. Maybe you're not a, you know, eight to five, nine to five person. Maybe you want to come in 10 to six. You can negotiate that too. One of my friends did uh, recently, and like he was going through some stuff where he does not have a lot of vacation days. Now, granted, he stay gone all the time. But (laughs) one of the things he did was he was like, he went to talk to his boss like, hey, like I need some type of, you know, way to take off more days. I'm noticing everybody else has more days. And the boss was very candid and say, well, well, when they got hired, they negotiated their vacation days and you didn't do that. And he did negotiate some stuff, but it was like an expectation. So this brings me up to a point. If it's that everybody that's getting hired noticed that this number is low, why do they keep the damn number low if they're willing to negotiate it? 
Right. If it's that easy to get it, just make it accessible for everybody. No, they trying to keep it. I think it's the same way with salaries, though. I think they should just put salaries at the maximum that they can offer anyway. I mean, that certainly works in everybody's favor. No, they're going to try to keep that money in the budget. They don't want to get that money to you. I could see it in terms of the money, yes. But the, the off days, though, if you know it's going to be fine if you let everybody take off 30 days a year, then why just not give it to them? And I mean, I certainly get why, like, somebody who doesn't give a rat's, rat's ass about their employees with, withhold it. You know what I mean? Like, because my, I live by the philosophy, if I ever have a company, which I, I guess I do have an aspiration to have a company at some point. Like, I wholeheartedly believe you take care of your employees, they'll take care of you. And I know that, I mean, that me, I can't come to your house and cook you food. I can't give you a thousand dollars out of my purse. Like, but ultimately, like, just being <laughs> flexible and like paying people what they deserve and giving people time to take off and not ha- having people all locked down and tied down at work. I'm already here every day. Like, let me breathe. I'm going to get the chart in. I'm going to get it in. I promise. Like, and I, and just coming from a place where I now work in that kind of environment, like, it's just much easier. And I, I'm trying. We talk every day in the office about how can we figure out a way to keep this same kind of flexibility and just lack of burden when we come to work. It, it really changes your life. I think it's interesting, too, if you think about, like, the types of corporation. Like, we mentioned money earlier, right? If you think about, like, whatever kind of outside job. I work for a public school, so mine is going to be a little bit different. But I think a lot of times, and I've only worked for public schools, I think a lot of times people, they don't have necessarily uh, flexibility in terms of money because they don't have, they shouldn't be using that as a salary line from the beginning. Does that make sense? Like, Mm -hmm. people like, oh, I only got fifty thousand dollars let's go ahead and make this a salary line but then knowing we got to take out all the benefits i mean with all the fringe and everything else that go to this and it's like you really don't even need to be hiring nobody but then what i feel like they do on the back end is they paint these beautiful pictures about how things look and how much you should give to your institution and how much you you know all these things you love living in insert college town here and so now it's like okay yeah i went to school here for undergrad and i didn't even make that much money so now i can work here for thirty thousand dollars and i didn't fall in love with this town and this school blah 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 Mm -hmm. blah. but that's not fair to professionals y'all know what i'm saying i get it and i think Mm -hmm. we see that so often in our industry of like higher education people trying to do a lot with a little but it that comes at some you know somebody's somebody has to pay for that yeah Mm mm-hmm it really does. My mom asked me the other day. She was like, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go home. I took a sick day. And so she was like, they let y'all take all that sick time. I was like, I don't know where you work, but um, I accrue sick time and PTO on a certain scale and it's be in my account. And so there's no qualms about when I can use it. Now, I know that some people, some managers or whatever, try to really hold their people on it. But like, honestly, like, no. But I knew that was coming from a place of like, my mom was telling me today about her benefits package and she don't, she has to buy PTO. I was like, sis, I see why you stressed. Yes. Well, you ain't, it ain't PTO. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It is <laughs> paid for t- a time off. <laughs> like, but yeah, she wow. has to purchase it. She caught it. You know what I mean by PTO, but she has to purchase yeah. vacation time. She only gets so much that she has to pay, uh, buy extra. So if she doesn't use the extra, she loses it. As opposed to being paid. So off. is it the same amount that it costs, or do you pay like you get it, you know, you pay twenty five percent? Right. Like, do you get so a discount? I have no clue. I just know that she has to buy it. So I'm like, I see why you asking questions. Cause I didn't have to buy mine. Jesus paid it all. Shameless plug for episode twenty five. 
don't know. And I also say, like, I if, if I had a bad boss, I would be on here every day telling y'all about, I hate my boss, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and that is just not my case. So I really like my boss. And so I'm really appreciative that I do have one of those bosses that's flexible. Same. And like you sick, you just let them know. You put your little sick time on the calendar. You go on about your day, that kind of stuff. And so I really appreciate having somebody like that. And I think I've had that pretty much in all my roles, but I know that that's not the uh, the case for everybody. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine with this person talking about some buying some damn sick time, but they'd have to fire me. <laughs> that's just. <laughs> I'm for real. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to pay you to take off. I, I'm not doing it. <laughs> The only time I'm supposed to be paying to take off is paying the hotel that I'm staying at and paying the lift that's getting me around town. <laughs> Do y'all have a sick... I can't deal with Shaq today. Do you guys have a, a sick day bank? Like you can donate your sick days uh, or your vacation yes. days? I don't... It's nothing that shows up on our like human resource thing, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's a way that you can donate it to people. But I think that's so cool. It was one at LSU, but I never used it. For her, you got to get a certain amount of hours before you can add to it. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't think ours is that way. You can just donate. Because um, we had a, a co-worker who needed to take like FMLA, but you know you got to be there for so long before you can take that. And she hadn't met that time yet, but she really needed it. So people donated their uh, vacation nice. days to her. That's basically donate her some money. She owed him. <laughs> I mean, if you get down to really? the tap. But... Yes. If you guys leave your company, do they pay out your PTA? Yes. I know my last job did. And when I tell y'all that check was fat, my God today. Let me tell y'all about a miracle, okay? <laughs> so when I worked in Beaumont, I had to leave that job and move to Houston and start a new job. But, you know, new jobs, the onboarding process be slow. You even though you working, you might not get a paycheck depending on when you answer the pay cycle. So it's stressful. Baby, I got that PTO pay payout. A ram in the bush. Honey. Hey, hey, won't yes, he, do he will. It. That payout be so nice. Mm-hmm. And yes, you know it's coming, yes. but you just be like trying to calculate it. How much is going to be? And they got a feature on my thing now where you can yes. calculate how much it is at any given point. So you know how much money you get back. I, I ain't touched it because I ain't going nowhere. I'm, I'm trying to hold on. I paid 35% tax on mine though, y'all. Yeah, it's tax for sure. Yep. Yeah, 35%. Yeah, for sure. I couldn't believe it. Yep. Yep. So use your, use your vacation time. Use your sick time. But, y'all, but you don't get your sick though. Yeah, I use my sick. I try to keep my vacation. No, you don't. Well, I'll use it for the most part, but in like them last six months or so, I'll be like, let's let's really think through if I need to take this trip or how can I work this out to where I ain't got to put no time in so I can, I need all the money I can when this transition, in a transition period. And that's going to be me. I heard about this. I heard about these friends who work together. Now, this ain't my story. I won't let everybody, this ain't my story. I'm just telling you what I heard somebody else talking about. But they were asking about a question because, you know, Halloween is on Thursday. And uh, everybody got to go work on Friday, but it's a party. And they were like, oh, um, they were asking the people, I was like, John, you taking off um, on Friday? And John was like, no, I'm not taking off on Friday. Now, if I happen to get sick on Thursday night and need to take off um, and take sick time on Friday, <laughs> that's a different story. Right. <laughs> strategy. So I like John's strategy. Mm-hmm. You got to be smart. Somebody asked me that I was going to take off on Friday. I said, no. But we'll see how the wind blows. I got to be at work. Nah, I'm going to go in. Jasmine, I feel like yours is 
talk to me about this because my with my work, I like I don't people ain't dying if I don't go to work. You know what I mean? Or like stuff like this. And you know how us in these other industries are like, oh, you just take off. You're like, I ain't go to work today. I just tell my supervisor I ain't go. How does that work for you? Because you don't have the luxury of just like, okay, I don't feel like going. I, I ain't going today. Right. Um, it's really difficult to take off because depending on like how many doctors you work with, like all those people have to be rescheduled and hopefully soon, so, you know, because um, they need to be seen. So if you do take a, get a sick day or something is it throws oh. everything off, but people are human, you know, yeah. practitioners are human too. Doctors are human. They go, you know, they get sick. Their kids get sick. They got family emergencies. Sometimes I just need a mental health day because they're dealing with all y'all. Um, no, that's real. Things happen. So I definitely think, it, I mean, you just got to be understanding. So if the doctor doctor's office call you and say, hey, you know, we need to reschedule your appointment. Like, hey, that's just what it that is. That has never happened to me. But now that we say this, watch the shit going to happen. Somebody going to be like, okay, your appointment needs to it's be gonna changed. Happen. Damn, man. That happened to my coworker today. She just got an email saying it was rescheduled. Not like, hey, this is what's going on. Just your appointment has been rescheduled to X, Y, and Z day. But we live in a day and age where you can do that. So you can do that over email. Like back, just imagine like when people didn't have emails and phones and stuff. Like how you do that? You you take the horse and buggy all the way to the doctor's office just to find out the doctor didn't come in. Girl, I'll be mad. And then you have to turn around or come back another day. Hmm. But... That's it, y'all. I just wanted to kind of briefly talk about um, different ways you, you know, ask them to run you your money. No, that's real. I'm going to have to revisit this in a, in a few months, y'all. Y'all just start praying for me right now so they'll cover me. <laughs> because. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray for Erica right now. Thank you, now. Lord. Y'all know that they, what they used to say we just pray that you put your uh your hedge of protection around them, dear Thank father. Thank you, Lord. In favor, Lord, please. I was actually gonna say something um to your point, Shaq. We talk about this all the time in the office. Not nearly the same thing, because our students certainly are not dying if we don't call them. But similar to that of like our work doesn't go away. Like I work somewhere where like if I call in to work, nobody can do my work in my place until I get back. So when I get back, all my work is just piled up. So talk that's that's when I get stressed at work when like I have chosen or, you know, the powers that be is just like you need to stay at home for a few days and I get back and I didn't miss 30 calls. And that's a lot of calls I need to make up, you know, depending on what kind of parameters you're up against. And so that I that's hard because I don't really think I don't really foresee me ever being in a position where somebody would be able to replace me. You know what I mean? Like, even as an admissions counselor, it was 20 of us. But there's no way, like, if, you know, like, I, we can only be in one place at one time. So that really has opened my eyes to, like, it do- definitely makes me think twice. But a lot of the times I just end up putting myself first. Once again, I do have some flexibility, so it's not as bad. But I couldn't imagine being at my job not having as great a management and a great co- company structure with the way our work is organized and having a comeback you know, after being sick or being away for family stuff. So 
And I think that just brought that made me think about something is that we really and truly need to pray for our friends with multiple jobs or people with one job that do multiple things. Because I think about my job now is like you're right, like the work is still going to be there when you get done. But then think about those folks who like, yes, right now, I would say that I'm in a low point of my you know, my job. And so like, I have a little bit more time to rest, but think about somebody that in their peak times for one job and in their Valley for another one is a peak time for something, you know, so that they never have that little space where they get and it's like, Oh, I can breathe now. And so, yeah, taking off in those times is probably really difficult, but yeah, I feel bad for them. It ain't my testimony, but yeah. Um. Well, thank you, Jazz, for leading us in this amazing discussion because negotiating salaries is definitely a skill. And we want to hear about y'all's stories and negotiating. So y'all let us know, okay? Now, we on to the department updates. And Shaquille, I see that you have not put anything on the agenda this week. Do you have something to say? (laughs) Wait a minute. Damn, I feel attacked. (laughs) <laughs> Wait a minute, Brenda, you had, Okay, let's. Um, did you have to call me out like that? I just wanted to paint the picture that we're in a staff meeting, and you know how somebody be subliminally sending a message like, "No, you didn't follow directions." Do you have something where you want to inconvenience? Well, you damn all? sure want subliminal today. Okay, I need to work on that part. <laughs> um, I have a lot of things that I would like to talk about. I'll be brief. One of them, though. Is I decided I officially so I decided that I am in this space where I ain't I'm no longer shacking, I'm no longer hoeing around. Like y'all, I said, hey man, hey man, for real. If y'all can see Jasmine's face right now, but no, like I said, I'm done with it. And so you know what I did? My little friend that I told y'all about like two, three podcasts ago when I was like, Oh, I'm so head over heels, blah, blah, blah. But with the Google voice number, all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That same Google voice number, I went ahead and sent the message. Just like, you know what? I just have no energy to devote to this anymore. This this style of like casually fucking around and things like this, that's not what I want to do with my life. And so I said, I hope you can understand, but I'm done with it. And so that's what I did, y'all. And I did this for like every well, not not everybody, but that was the only person that I talked to that way. But like every little app, so I'm like, done, I'm through with it. I'm ready and I want y'all to help me. Hell, I'm about to go. I, I I won't. This is not a base search anymore. This is a spouse search. Okay. <laughs> I'm, no, no, no. I'm, I'm for real. Don't laugh. I'm for real. I am ready. I'm tired this? of this. I am tired of this, y'all. I'm like, I need somebody. And you know why? What made me get to this point? I was just telling one of my friends about it earlier. It was through music. I was listening to NDRE song, Steady Love. And the way that she talked about that boy. And how she fell in love with him and like all he do for her. I was like, God damn. Like, I need this for me. Like, I want somebody that the way they look at me when they hold my hand. You know, like. <laughs> Y'all get to see him today. <laughs> you, I want everybody to know when we walk in the room that we together and that we happy, blah, blah, blah. And so I just was like, well, Shaquille, what's, what can you do? I said, well, the first thing you can do is stop hoeing around. And so I, I decided to stop that. So I, I mean, we can still call it the base search, but this is now turn into a spouse search so yeah, i'm fixing to start going to these mixing and mingling events i'm about yeah i'm finna turn my whole self around like i'm <laughs> i'm for real 
I'm excited. I hope y'all are excited with me. Very much so. Because I'm just sick of it. Like, I'm tired of just hoeing around. That's no fulfillment. Like, I'm tired of... This finna get explicit. I'm tired of just going, you know, for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. These interactions fucking and going on by my day. That's old. You know? I want some substance. Somebody I can hold at night. You know? Just make me <laughs> feel a little good. You know what I mean? Hold at night. I need a witness. I See, y'all... Somewhere out there, there is somebody who who understand what I'm saying. Right here. Who understand that now is the time mm-hmm. to just switch from this lollygagging around to being with somebody full time. And so that's what I'm looking at. So if you out there and you listening, let me know. Slide in my DMs. No. Well, actually, you can't slide in my DMs because I don't be. That's the young folks stuff that contribute <laughs> to shacking. <laughs> Matter of fact, if anybody out there is wanting to be with me, meet me at church. During the fellowship period. The first three people that talk to me during the fellowship period at church, I will know that that means that you are looking for me. Gotta be one of the first three. Looking for love. <laughs> yeah, my friend is ready. Okay, I'm for real. First three people in the, in the fellowship period at church each Sunday. And I ain't gonna miss church. I ain't missing church. I'm gonna be there faithfully. Oh, God. Y'all the... The the theatrics <laughs> on screen are amazing, <laughs> and that is not to diminish. I am fully supporting you right now, friend. This is making me giddy, but this is hilarious. Yeah, so I'm done with that. Um, I I think last time I told y'all that I was gonna get to hang out with all my friends. So by now I've done that. Uh, my cup is so full. <laughs> visiting and seeing friends is su- such cup filling moments and got to do that so shout out to all my friends who I got to see recently shout out to and Shaq who came to Texas I ain't even know friend I was uh, too far from you to oh, tell nah, you I'm about to say where he go I'm just playing we already have this understanding did uh, but yeah I was there in Texas it was a good conference, too, by the way. It was similar to the conference, Jasmine, that you always talk about. And you say that we don't do nothing. But let me tell you, they work my ain't seen now bit of conferencing on Sha- Shaquille's Instagram. That's because that's because I ain't posted nothing because I was too busy going to sessions. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Sure. I saw the afters, the after parties. You may or may not have. I will say oh, okay. I was tired, y'all. I was in Houston for a whole week. And the first three days, it wasn't a typical conference where you can like go in and out of sessions. You, everybody was in the same room together. Oh wow! But three days. So, yeah, and you know it ain't that many black folks. So I'm and ain't nobody black with a beard like this. So I'm sticking out. <laughs> Introduce yourself one time. Everybody remember me. Oh, that, that's like Shaquille O'Neal. That's Shaq. I'm like Karen. I don't remember your name or your friend name either. But how y'all doing? You know, I had to play it off. But friend, you on fire today. You on fire today. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. That's that's all I've been up to, y'all. That is really all I've been up to. I wish I could see how nasty my room is right now because I still need to clean up from the conference. What about uh, who who turn is it now? Let me look. I got so enthralled in that story. Okay, I done exited my whole agenda. It's you, Oh Wait, wait, but I want y'all to help me real quick. What is a good costume for me to wear for Halloween tomorrow? Or not tomorrow, but uh, two days from now. Are you are you going to trying to go buy something? Or are you trying to make something of what you got in your closet? I can buy something, but you know, I we don't have no big Halloween stores and blah 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 blah. I just you know party city. It's a party. Maybe it's one somewhere. I don't, I want to like be more creative with it. You know, 
like piece together some stuff. Like you want to be a slice but of pizza. But I want it to be nice. Oh, <laughs> I get you. Okay. <laughs> you want to say page. Because you know I've already been Jesus Christ. I've already been a priest. Um, I've already been Kanye West back in the old day. I wouldn't dare be him now. <laughs> I see a um, theme. Right. Um, and so I'm trying to figure out what I can do. So by the time y'all get y'all department updates, y'all can be then came up with some options for me to dress up like. <laughs> okay. Jasmine. <laughs> I was like, I'm not participating in this. Um, so I finished the book Water Dancer by Ta-Nehisi Coates. It was so good. I believe it. I didn't want it to end. It was really good. And now I'm back in the book hole. Like, what I'm going to read? I read a few chapters from like three, four different books. I'm like, no, it's not resonating. I, I need something else. I really want the second um, the second book from that book that I told you about, um, Erica. Child of Blood and Bone. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you remember? that's what I thought the water dancer was. Right, right, right. I want that one to come out next. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready for something good. Okay. That's exciting. Jasmine, so when do you be reading? Do you, like, Lyft and Uber everywhere and just read in the car? Or do you <laughs> read 30 minutes before you go to sleep? Like, I honestly, I be, I'm trying to incorporate more reading. I'm an early riser. So, like, this morning I got up at 4 and I read. I know it just is natural. <laughs> I read and then went to the gym. And then I was, that was my reading. Oh, do you like use your book, take your book with you to like cardio? No, no, no. I read at home while I'm drinking my little coffee and then I went to the gym. That's so cute. Mm. So disciplined. Mm-hmm. I like that. I when like it comes this. to that because I need to be disciplined with this studying. I sure can help you with it's that. It's like I'm over it. I'm over it. Oh, Lord. That's all you got for us on your updates today? Yep. That's it. Well, I was going to talk about uh, one thing, but I want to talk about something that, that is a lot more pleasant to talk about. So, I'm so excited, y'all. By the time y'all hear this, this will be over. But I'm very excited for tomorrow. First of all, I got to wake up at 7 o'clock in the morning. I don't remember the last time I did that on purpose. Amen. But I am going to sit on a panel tomorrow at South Atlanta High School talking to some high school seniors. Oh, and y'all know I love talking to high school students. That's my favorite student group to date. It's high school students, and we would hope. (laughs) I mean, you were admissions counselor, so I'm like, if you don't like them, then Lord, what was you doing? It was horrible. No, but funny enough, it's like I'm really getting to a place where if I'm 100% honest, I think I want to get away from so much student interaction, but like to go talk to students in like a presentation or like interacting with them just, you know, cordially or candidly, like just talking to them about stuff. I love that because I think high school students keep keep you fresh. They keep you fresh. And so I'm going there tomorrow and I'm really excited because if I'm 100% honest, we kind of in a kind of a stagnant time at work which kind of doing the same thing over and over again and then all of a sudden everything will change come like january so i've been kind of a little bored and so i'm really glad to break this up and my supervisor was like girl yeah you can go and i was like can i go work from home after she's like yes i was like oh my girl (laughs) i appreciate you so (laughs) tomorrow morning i'm going to high school everybody does this count as your one day from home or this different because you oh this separate i still work from home on thursday Oh, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. My work from home day will 
be had. So, but yeah, so that's what I want to talk about today. I don't have anything more. Oh, I will say one more thing. So, um, the other thing I just want to shout out again is, um, we always have like a check-in question at work on Monday mornings when we have our meetings. And one of our last ones wasn't last week. It was the week before. It was like, what would you name this chapter of your life? Um, if you were writing a book or whatever. And I decided to go with girl relax because, you know, my close friends and family know that I was really in a very bad place a couple of months ago. And it's so crazy that that seems so long ago, but I've literally only been in my house almost four months. I feel like I've been here like eight, nine months, and it's literally only been a very short amount of time. And over the last probably like month or so, I've just been kind of looking back over the last, the two or three months before then, and I'm like, dang, I was really down. And things have just started to open back up again. I'm feeling better, feeling 10 times better mentally. Um, I'm still working on my eating and working out and things like that. But like, I guess the point I want to make is that I know it's so easy to spend so much time worrying about if this or that is going to work out. And you put so much energy and you feel like it nothing comes of it. And then all of a sudden, when you least expect it, when you're not paying attention to any of it, you know, things just start to unfold and blossom into what you wanted it to be, what you dreamed it would be. And I guess something that's been really real for me is that I got scared for a moment. I was like, am I going to clean my house? Like I was so down that I didn't really feel like I could. And now like, that's a part of my life. Like, you know, I've been keeping my house up. It ain't burnt down. It's here. It's standing. You know, I ain't got no roaches, roaches or nothing. Like it's, it's clean. And that was really, I was really worried about that. So I just say that to encourage people who are going through a rough time or, you know, have a lot of shit going on and it really, doesn't seem like there is any help in sight or light in sight like things do work out it just takes time and patience and I guess kind of an ultimate you know I'm putting my hands up in the air I can only do so much so. that's all I got we needed that word amen we did and I'm just proud to hear my friend on this side of that you said your close yeah. friends knowing and certainly I was there we were there and so I'm just so happy to see my friend on the other side of that Thank y'all. I appreciate it. It's beautiful. It really is. It's beautiful. And mm-hmm. last name is plug. I started a voice journal and it's one of the best things I think I could have ever done. So I really love it. Like on your notes on your phone. <laughs> yeah. So like I just open up the recorder or I do it on my computer and I just talk out my thoughts um, as opposed to writing them. Because when I want to journal, like if I feel the urge to journal, I want to get every word every pause every comma every punctuation mark out of my head and you can imagine how exhausting that is to write but when i talk it i'm i'm free I, i'll be cleaning up and recording it or doing out driving whatever the case may be and i record it and then i'll go back and listen to it and i really think it's been helping me to synthesize and process my thoughts and how i feel about things so the only time i will actually write is once i have like i, I write down a final point if you will like and that is something i can like then i'll take all those recordings synthesize them into like a um to like a bullet or i mean to like a notes page on my actual typing for my therapist so she was like what have you been talking about this week what are some things you've been seeing so it's been really cool just listening to myself talk things through and my ideas so yeah that's a nice tool yeah it's cool i like it y'all want to know something else that i uh, was doing at the conference no yes we do for you I'm going to tell you anyway. No. So I noticed that <laughs> I noticed that y'all, when I meet people, 
I have the weirdest ways to remember names. Like I was just talking about that. It's hard for me to remember people's names, but I do some of the weirdest things and I judge people, but I don't judge them in like a, in a negative way. And so I met this one uh, person and I was like, I'm going to like them. Like I can tell that they have dry humor and they hadn't even said a joke. I was like, I bet they have dry humor, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to like them. And lo and behold, what did I end up doing? Liking them. So shout out to Elliot that I met at OPI because I judged Elliot and I was like, I think I'm going to like them. Like, I just know I will something about being around them. Certainly I did, but I noticed it and I was like, and do y'all ever do that? Like you look at people like in a group setting, like walking through the airport and you just like a make a judgment about a person and it don't have to be negative. It just be like, oh, I bet they blah, blah, blah. Or, you know. Yeah, for sure. Many times. And that's what helps me remember people. What's some of the most bizarre things you didn't you didn't said about somebody like the good like none of bad but like you look at somebody and be like oh I bet they fill in the blank. I can't think of anything that I've said like that I bet they do this or that but I it is very common for me to like see like a woman who has on a really cute outfit and I'll be like oh my god her outfit's cute she I, and from that I'm like she probably super cool. You know, like, I just feel like that's something I would wear so we connected so we could probably be friends if the opportunity ever presented itself kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'll be doing that. I'm not going to lie. I'll be thinking negative. <laughs> <laughs> Your face. I'm going to be honest. Most of the time, that's what it is. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, when you people watch, mm-hmm. you got to have fun. So I'll be people watching. What about when you see pregnant people? What do you be thinking about them? Because I like that's the people you work with all the time. Oh, so like, I feel like I notice people are pregnant way before. So I'm like, I don't know. Should I say something? Should I? Or, you know, do you want to ask? Or especially if I have a midwife shirt on, I'm like, I'm looking at your belly. Like, you're so cute. But I just be like, I wonder how far along she is. I wonder if it's a boy or girl. You know, things like that. Did I tell you uh, this, this for another time? But did I tell you about the time I mistook somebody for being pregnant on Bourbon Street? <laughs> Shaquille, no friend. And on that's that why note, I'll never ask again. But yeah, I'm done. I I ain't even asking. Uh-uh. You can have a baby. Tell my, you can have a shirt on that say expect, and I still ain't saying that. And and on that note, I hope that um everybody knows not to ask that question, especially on Bourbon Street, of all places. The person was a bartender. I'm still convinced that they were pregnant, but I think they just taught me a lesson. Which the lesson was clearly taught, and I heard it, and I understand. I'll never ask again. Well, might as well say it now. I was like, "Oh my god!" I bought a drink for the person. I was like, "Oh my gosh, are you having a boy or a girl?" And she looked. She said, "Excuse me, I'm not pregnant." And I was like, "And all because I was there with all my uh, LBs." Everybody was like, "Ooh." So, speaking of which, I mentioned my LBs, so I should also mention that today is my alpha anniversary. Been an alpha for eight years. So okay, there's that. Well, we can close with Alpha on today. Thank you for your service. <laughs> we, I, I, I did frown, but I mean, I guess we are out there saving the people, you know. You know. I was being serious. Thank you for your service and your dedication to your organization. For me, eight years of manly deeds, scholarship, and love for all mankind. And this has been Books to Bills podcast, a podcast for young professionals. Signing off. So y'all already know what to do. Send us an email at frombookstobillspodcast at gmail.com. Twitter, bookstobills. Instagram, bookstobills. Facebook, bookstobills podcast.
Bye, y'all.